This gospel, of course, continues from yesterday when we discovered that the little baby was not going to be called Zach Jr., but John. And so now we have this experience of the freedom of the tongue for Zachariah. Zachariah has been in silence, a silence imposed by God for over nine months. Perhaps at the beginning, he felt frustrated at not being able to communicate normally with others. As time goes on, that frustration turns into resignation and reluctant acceptance. Through perseverance and prayer, suddenly he begins to love the trial God had imposed on him, embracing it wholeheartedly and willingly. When we see someone who is suffering, be it in a hospital, a nursing home, or even on the street or at work, we need to bring them this message of hope. Suffering has a meaning, a redemptive value, if we unite our sufferings to those of Christ. We see that Zechariah's nine-month retreat has provided him the opportunity for a closer contact with God. Through prayer, he has been brought to a deeper and experiential knowledge of God, which has converted him into an apostle in his desire to share this experience with others. As his wife's time of waiting results in her giving birth to a prophet, so Zachariah's incubation period also turns him into a prophet. He foretells that salvation for his people is near at hand. We will have words of wisdom and encouragement from others when we have discovered how to be alone with God in the secret depths of our hearts. Silence is a vehicle for achieving this intimacy. At some moment during his tribulation, Zechariah would recall the angel's words, you will be speechless and unable to talk until the day these things take place. Hope would invade his heart. The day is coming when he would be able to speak again. He has nine months to prepare his speech. The first words he utters as his tongue is loosened are not a curse against God for having made him suffer, but a hymn of praise for his mercy on a sinful humanity. He has experienced this mercy in his own flesh. We are meant to communicate truth through speech, and the greatest truth is what God has done for each of us and wishes to do for every single person. When our speech is a result of what we have first meditated on profoundly, our words will bear fruit. And so we are invited to reflect this day. Is my, does my speech normally edify others? Do my words ordinarily come from the good I have experienced in God's company?
Am I aware of how much we can build up others through good conversation? This great canticle of Zechariah has reverenced by the church so much <laughs> that it is the canticle for morning prayer every day in the liturgy of the hours. And so may we echo that great hymn each day of our lives as well, pondering again the wonders that God continues to do for all of us. <laughs>